New episode release day. What? Welcome back to Busy Making Other Plans, everyone. If you follow this podcast on Instagram, then you'd know that I have moved the episode release date to Thursdays now. Um, you know, Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, they just happen to be the busiest days of the week for me. So it just made more sense for me to record on Wednesdays or Thursday mornings. It just, it worked with my calendar better. I'm trying to get my life together. Uh, so I just sorted that out and we're just, we're moving it to Thursdays. Um, so it's been like a week and a half, uh, a lot of life updates. Like let's, let's get right into it. Okay. So your girl now takes Krav Maga and Muay Thai. So a lot of you already know that I box, um, but now your girl's doing Krav Maga. And so if you listen to my last episode, Confidence is Key, you'd know that my dad and I were practicing self-defense uh, in the forest, and I realized how much more training I'd need to have if anyone were to attack me or kidnap me. So I was looking into mixed martial arts. I was looking at potential other boxing studios where I could do sparring. Um, And then, you know, Krav Maga was something that I always just kind of considered. And so there so happened to be a a gym really close to where I live that did Krav Maga and Muay Thai. And so I have been to about like five classes now and it is so good. Like I, I think I'm pretty good for someone who's new as well. Like I like I think just having that boxing background just, you know, gave me a really solid foundation. But Krav Maga is like, it's really different too. So like I've had to like unlearn some things. For instance, like with Krav Maga, you keep your hands and arms a little further away from your body because you don't want them to be too close. Because like if someone's coming at you with a knife, like why are you waiting for them to get that close to you? So I've had to like practice not doing that or having my hands and fists instead of like, um, you know, open wide. So there are some things I need to unlearn. Uh, It's also really painful. So my coach encourages you to really mimic real life attacks. Uh, And so like he, he really wants you to like punch as if, you know, you are actually attacking someone uh, when you're training and and doing partner work. And then when you are doing like defense moves, like for instance, like having your wrist bone hit the other person's wrist bone, like he was like, uh, like last week he was saying, if I'm not hearing you say ow, you are not doing it hard enough. So like me and my partner were in so much pain. Like we just kept taking turns of like, we're like, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready. Ow. And like, he'd be coming around and be like, did I just hear you say ow? And I'd be like, yeah. And he's like, good. Um, anyway, so like it's painful. Um, sometimes we box without hand wraps or gloves and and so like right now my knuckles uh they're they're blistered um so it's not amazing but I also appreciate that because like it only makes you stronger I was telling my dad this and he was like oh my god you're gonna be an MMA fighter uh and I was like no 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 your girl's got a long way to go um and it's, it's never gonna happen but anyways it's, it's a really good class. I, I really highly recommend it to anyone who's just looking to improve self-defense um, or, you know, how to defend themselves. And also for people who want to get, like, their belts and, like, be actual, like, fighters. Because, like, I guess that's fun. I guess. Uh, I know they're, they're doing testing at the end of 
uh, November, and I'm not doing that um, for the belts. But uh, I'm only doing this because I don't want to get kidnapped when I'm in Turkey. Uh, oh, yeah. If, if you don't already know, uh, I'm going to Istanbul at the end of the month. And uh, I have my itinerary made and I'm like planning gifts I'm going to bring back for people. So like, you know, I got silk scarves on the list, uh, Turkish delights, spices. I don't know what else there is for me to also bring back. Um, but like if anyone has recommendations or even just recommendations on places to see while I'm there, please message me because I, I'm always open to these things. And like, I think it's better if there's rec- if it's recos to places that you don't find like at the top of your Google search, because like those are going to be the ones that everyone goes to so like I love hidden gems so if you know any just you know please message me I I would love that Um, I'm also really excited because I've never been anywhere that close to Asia or the Middle East for that matter and like I don't know does Turkey even count as like Middle East it's like I don't know like Mediterranean but like anyways what I really like about it is it seems to have Middle Eastern inspired culture uh, and architecture but with the freedoms that many of those nations don't quite have um, because Turkey technically is a a secular country um, and a partner with the EU, so it is different. I'm I'm really excited to go there and just like see all that. Someone told me that like part of the experience is just accepting the fact that you will get scammed. Uh, And I I don't love that, but I also realized that It'll probably happen as soon as I open my mouth. Like I'm, I'm gonna automatically get charged a higher price. Um, I was telling my dad because my dad, so he's Persian and he has like um, a Persian accent, and so there are a lot of Persians in Turkey who go there for vacation. So he was like, "Oh, maybe I'll just like start speaking in Farsi," and they'll be like, "Ah, this guy doesn't have money," uh, and and maybe that's how we'll get the lower price. We're gonna try it. I'm not too sure if it'll work. We're gonna try it. But if not, I will accept that I will be scammed. Okay, so something that recently happened is uh, this Sunday, Anya and I went out for brunch and we ended up meeting Carl Wolf and um, we didn't know it, actually. We like had no idea. Uh, So we went Sunday to like the Fox on John. Um, You know, we decided to make like a little ritual of like going to brunch and then going to church because now Sunday services are back. Woo! Um, And so we were sitting down. We just had finished eating. And then like these two men uh, sit at the table next to us. And um, all of a sudden, like, you know, one of them just, you know, interrupts us and it is and wanted to ask us a question he's like excuse me ladies like I really don't mean um to interrupt you um you know just I have like this situation with my girlfriend and I really wanted like a second opinion uh and so Annie and I are like sure of course like what is it we'd love to help and so like he proceeds to like tell us the situation uh going on between him and his girlfriend and you know we talk about it we give our our healthy advice because it's it started it started sounding a little toxic and we were like whoa 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 um you know let's 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 look at this differently let's 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 do this approach this differently um so we had a great conversation it, it was like an hour of talking and then we started talking about other things um and and like you know halfway through the conversation he was like oh by the way like nice to meet you my name is Carl and before he had mentioned what his name is I was kind of thinking like he looks a little familiar but like, I didn't think much of it because he was just like a white 
middle-aged dude with a bald head and I'm like uh, maybe I've just you know there's a lot of people who look like that in Toronto if maybe I'm just it's nothing anyways but then he said Carl and I'm like you know what this man kind of looks like Carl Wolf I think I think I could be right and he might be Carl and then like later on in the conversation like he was talking and he kind of just muttered to himself as he was like turning his head in a different direction. Like they know who I am. They know who I am. Um, they're looking at me and I didn't, I didn't, you know, think too much about it, but I kind of felt like, okay, I think I was right. This is Carl Wolf and that's probably why they know him. Um, and then like the person who was with him, I think it was his manager or something mentioned that he was like an entertainer or like a musician and was like performing. And then I was like, this man is absolutely Carl Wolf, um, but Anya still had no idea. And if you don't know who he is either, he's the guy who sings that song Africa, like not the original, but like the he samples it. Um, you know that song? It's gonna take wait how's it go it's gonna take some time to draw me away from you something like that anyways like that's like the song he samples so anyways after we're done and annie and i are like finished we're like all right we gotta go like it was nice meeting you guys like um hope you figure things out with your girlfriend have a great day and then annie's like man i hate covid conversations and i'm like do you know who that was and she's like no and like i told her it was carl wolf and who he was and then she's like whoa wait actually whoa, that's kind of cool. Um, and it's so funny because despite the fact that I told her what his name was, he she still kept referring to him as Karl Marx. So she was like, I can't believe we met Karl Marx. And I'm like, we didn't meet Karl Marx. We met Karl Wolf. Karl Marx is very much dead. And I just thought it was funny that she was uh, confusing, you know, the, the political philosopher with uh, this man. But it's fine. It's fine. Um, so... That was an interesting, it was an interesting morning. I, I didn't expect myself to be helping a celebrity um, with his dating problems, uh, but it was a, it was a good start to the day. Okay, now let's get into the topic of this episode. Today we are going to be talking about something that I've mentioned in the past, I've noticed, um, but I didn't realize uh, to what extent it was, how like how important it was. Uh, and that is romanticizing your own life. So you may have heard me talk about like this trend on TikTok of people just like recording little snippets of their day. And it usually consists of their aesthetically pleasing condo, uh, a cup of coffee from some small coffee shop, um, having good taste in clothing, wearing something that like is is too skimpy to be wearing in Canada weather, but it's cute. Um, going out to good restaurants and then, you know, drinking some like green juice in the morning, like in one of those like glasses that has like a concave at the top. Um, it's it's a hot girl aesthetic. Anyways, so usually these the, the snippets of your day, they kind of look like that. And I made a comment about how this very much resembles my life. And so maybe I just have like a hot girl life and like that's sick. But when I really thought about it, like these people are actually just romanticizing their own lives. And um, it's a very healthy attitude to have. Uh, the fact that all of these wonderful ladies are just, they have a routine for themselves. They, they do things that make them happy. Oftentimes, you know, it's just spending time alone. And 
that is so important because you really do need to spend time with yourself um, and just become so in love with your life that you live. I mean, Jesus first, but like, you know, you should love the life you have no matter, you know, where you are in your journey. And so I thought it was really important to talk about because, you know, I know a lot of people who aren't super comfortable being alone um, and just when they want to do things they want to do with other people because they don't feel like they can do that by themselves. And, you know, I'm not shaming anyone for doing that because, like, it's not something to feel awful about. I think it's just something to work on because you really need to be comfortable by yourself and and know yourself and what you like to do and what you don't like to do that, like, being alone isn't taunting. So I would say just, you know, get to know yourself intimately by spending time alone and knowing what you like to do for fun. So, like, you know, I'm just going to talk about myself. Um, I, I lo- I'm such an extrovert. I'll start with that. I am such an extrovert and I love talking to people. I get so much energy just from being around them or oiling conversation and socializing. But I think I've learned to really enjoy my own company out of necessity because there have been a lot of times where the worst possible thing that could happen to me has happened to me. And so I've always had to just be on my own or expect that I will probably have to do things alone because people have burned me, crossed me. Um, they've just been two-faced. So I, it's something like it's something I've had to to do um, in like it, it was it sucked, you know, because I felt like I I just had to be comfortable being independent and on my own because I felt like I couldn't trust other people. But I think it's also helped me create such a such a level of independence and um, certainty with myself that like I appreciate those things happening. And so, you know, when I'm alone, uh most of the time I play music uh, or I'm listening to a podcast or listen to a TV show um, and it's things that I like to to hear. So like for podcasts, um, you know, I have a few go-to epi- uh, podcasts that I listen to um, and I love learning from them. Um, when it comes to TV, like I have a, I ha- I'm always actually watching TV, but I know there's some good shows and I can watch whatever I want whenever I want. Um, and I just, I absolutely love music. Actually, that's what, something that me and my roommate both have in common. We just, we love music. We're always blasting music. Um, and it's just, it's fun. Like I love to dance and sing to it. And, and I like the fact that I can do that alone and, and have a really good time doing that. Um, but also like I can do activities alone. Like I can go to a coffee shop and sit by myself, um, and just people watch and I can, go shopping by myself and just look for clothing. I prefer that actually. I absolutely hate going shopping with other people. I just not not because I I don't know why to be honest. Like it's not like it's a it's not like it's a bother to go to stores they want to go to because I typically want to go to the same stores, but I think I just you know what it is, is I don't like the feeling like someone's waiting on me because I actually like to take my time. Um, so I don't like feeling like someone's waiting on me or I'm taking too long and I don't want to um you know, waste their time. So I think that's what it is. So I do prefer doing that alone. Um, and you know, I go for walks alone. I exercise alone. I, I can't exercise with other people either. It's very hard for me to like talk and exercise. Like I just feel like I'm not going 100%. Uh, and so I, I do a lot of those things alone and, and that's totally okay. Uh, and it's actually really good because 
to me, it's a sign that I just, I have my own life and I have my own interests. And if someone wants to join in, they can. I just, um, I just know that there are certain things that I like doing alone and it's really good for me, to be honest. Like I, it just means that I'm really in love with the life I live and, and being comfortable, uh, by myself. And I just think that that's a level that everyone should get to. Like I said before, like if you don't think you can live alone, then you have to kind of, you know, look inward and think about why that is. Because I think everyone should be able to to do that before um, finding someone to be codependent with, you know, because then and it gets tricky if that person's no longer in your life. So anyways, that's kind of just my life and, and the things I do and how I've learned to be comfortable in my own space. Um, but also like part of romanticizing your life is just enjoying the people that you have in your life. So make sure that your group, like the the crew that you spend the most time with are people who lift you up and like are really good people. Like the ones that don't talk about others, the ones that celebrate your successes. Um, you know, like you don't want to be around people who only show up for you in the good times and not the bad times. Um, and if you feel like there's people in your life or if most people like that are in your life and maybe you're always having anxiety because you worry about what they're saying about you or if you do something wrong, um, how they're going to feel or, or any of those things that give you such negative emotions, then like I think you need to consider cutting them out of your life because you don't want people like that. Like life is too short and you just you don't want anyone to bring you down, um, you know, for your own sanity. And like, look, trauma bonding is a real thing. Um, And what I mean by trauma bonding is, you know, often you meet someone um, and you guys bond by talking about some sort of problem that you're both going through um, or a certain person you both don't like or 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 something like that. And it becomes the the major thing that you guys are always talking about. But it's not like it's toxic. So like if you can only bond with people by talking shit about another person that they also like to talk shit about, then you need to let go of that because it's not healthy and um, it's going to be something that brings you down and and is going to be something that diminishes your character. So if this is like the only way that you can bond with this person and there's like nothing else that you can connect with, then it's not a good person to have in your life um, because it's really going to stunt your growth as an individual and it's like not a real friendship you know so I I would just recommend that if you want to you know live your life and be so happy and confident with it that you start taking those toxic people out of your life one thing I will say though is I'm not super big on cutting people off um without warning or communication. Um, I think everyone does deserve a second chance. Um, And like if you're having an issue with someone, you really need to communicate that from the jump because you don't want to just end relationships without giving people a second chance or explaining to them what the problem is. Like people only learn and grow when they get feedback. So like if you have a friend who is always talking shit about someone, or, or maybe always has a negative attitude, like you have to talk to them and be like, hey, you know what? Um, when you do this, it makes me feel 
insecure or it gives me a lot of anxiety because I think that you might be doing or talking about me to someone else. Um, And just you need to communicate those things with someone because people sometimes don't even know that they're doing it. And so you need to like talk to them to like let them grow as a person, but also just to save that friendship. I think it's I think everyone deserves a second chance and I just don't like if if no one called me out on the bullshit I did like I just I wouldn't have learned I wouldn't have grown do you know how many times my friends have like given me ultimatums um have told me hard truths told me like things that I need to work on and it's it's been tough there have been tears you know there's definitely been scars left and and my friends have been some of those people who've left those scars scars and, and kind of regretted it. But at the same time, like things kind of had to happen that way for me to grow as an individual. So really, like you should be talking to this person for the sake of just salvaging that friendship. Um, but if it's unsalvageable, you know, then then it's OK for you to to get rid of that person for the sake of of living like a content life. And, um, you know, I would say like a like a final piece of just, you know, romanticizing your life and being so obsessed with it is just doing things that make you happy. I'm talking about hobbies. And I will say that everyone needs three hobbies, okay? You need one that fulfills you spiritually, one that keeps you active, and then one that keeps you creative. Notice that I didn't mention one that makes you money because that's a fucking job. Um, and so I, I don't count that as a hobby. But like whatever your hobby is, like you need to to do those things. So go for coffee with a friend, go for walks with no real destination. Just just enjoy walking. Um, go to the gym by yourself. Uh, if you can't do that with another person like me, just because I can't work out with other people. Yeah, just like load up on the hobbies. And if you don't even know what you like yet, then that's like the perfect opportunity to try everything. I am someone who loves to try everything. Like I didn't even know that I liked spin until I actually started doing spin at a proper spin studio. So, um, you know, and that's one of the things I love to do. So it's uh, it's it's actually a fun time, like just trying a bunch of things. You never know what you're going to like. And like, hey, you know, part of romanticizing your life is just pursuing things that you feel called to do. And I think while you're young, you should be taking like the most amount of risk because you don't have the responsibilities that you would uh, later in adulthood. So like if you feel called to move to another country, do it, you know, I mean, don't be stupid. Like don't just quit your job and go like have a plan. But if you want to do it, and it's possible, like, go do that. You know, for me, like, I really want to move to another country um, and, like, live there for six months, six months to a year. And so, you know, that's something that I'm even considering at the end of my lease just because, well, I could do that. I mean, you know, like I said, be smart with it. But I think everyone, I think everyone has a good head on their shoulders where they can, like, they know, like, the right decisions to make. Um, But yeah, do whatever makes you happy. And remember, like, it's okay to change your mind. So like what you liked before, if you don't like it now, like that's okay. Maybe you moved away and then you dropped everything uh, to be there, changed your mind. And we're like, actually, I want to go back. Like, that's okay. You changed your mind. You can you can go back. You grow. You get more information. We evolve. Um, so like if you made a decision for yourself, just don't feel like you're locked into that decision and thinking, okay, well, like, Um, I made this big life decision and I can't turn now, turn back now. Um, because like you're always changing life changes and 
like a lot of things that I planned at planned for myself, like they didn't work out. A lot of things also did. Um, but like, I just do whatever makes you happy without worrying about how things will turn out, how people will like see you. Um, I'm just like, I guess like what I'm trying to say is you have to do things that just like make you so fulfilled and happy. And that's just how you're going to live like a life that you are so in love with, right? So like do that and screw everyone else. Be comfortable doing things alone because like that is the best way for you to fall in love with your life um, because you are with yourself more than anyone else. And if you're not, then we got to evaluate that too, guys. Remember that part? We need to like learn to like our, our time alone. But, you know, I think that's just like, the, the key thing here is do things for you. Um, you know, what I will say is there were a lot of things about my life that I had planned, but there were a lot of things that didn't go the way I wanted them to. And it's brought me to the life I live today. And it was because, you know, God was there for me. And, you know, he is not in the business of disappointment. Um, even if it's not what I imagined for myself, it did not disappoint. Uh, it may look different, um, but he always delivers. And I i am so happy with that. And he will continue to do so in my life because all I need to do is just ask him and do it consistently and do it in faith. And, you know, I am just so content with my life. I mean, definitely there are things that I want to change as I evolve and as I evaluate, you know, what my purpose is in life. But I can truly say, like, I have romanticized my life and I want everyone to feel that way, no matter where you are in your journey. Like, you shouldn't be discontent with your life because you're not at a certain place. Like, you should fall in love with every part of your journey. So remember, do things for you. Be comfortable being alone romanticize your life because it doesn't matter where you are in the journey like you are just you are doing the best with what you got and be fucking happy so that is that um i am so happy that you guys continue to tune in Give this podcast a a five-star rating if you have not done so on Apple Podcasts. And uh, thank you all. I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye-bye.